0: I don't care if the sun don't shine I do my drinking in the evening time When I'm in Las Vegas You can sit in the sun
1: and camp I get my color from a sunray lamp When I'm
0: in Las Vegas I love the laughs and love the life There's fun of every kind next time I come I'll bring my wife I'll do that if I lose my mind this is episode 426 for July 2016 and you're listening to the Spider-Man Crawl Space Podcast and I'm your host Brad Douglas and that's a little Dean Martin uh, talking about Vegas, and we're going to tie that all in to this Spider History episode. Before we get to our episode, I want to ask for your support to help us pay the bandwidth costs. Log on to our front page of our newly redesigned website at spidermancrawlspace.com. Look for a button on the top right and column that says support this site via PayPal, and you can help us keep the lights on and ensure that more episodes come out in the future. All right, gang, let's swing into this one for Spider History.
1: Dream. Vegas every moment.
0: Ooh. We're going back to July of two thousand
1: three, JR. That's yes, Ju- <laughs> July of <laughs> Yes, J- J- July of 2003. Uh, we are going into the uh, uh, the Straczynski years, uh, yes. which is something we haven't covered a whole lot here yeah. on Spider History. Uh, but uh, it seemed the time was right to to visit JMS and uh, we're, we're uh, talk about— We're doing
0: Amazing Spider-Man Volume 253, or if you go by Volume 1, it's Issue 494 by Straczynski and Romita Ram- Jr. Mm-hmm. And it opens up with Aunt May and Mary Jane having a conversation, it looks like. Yes, it does. Yes, it
1: does. Actually, this is is, kind of to um, put things in context here. Uh, Straczynski... Uh, had gotten this whole ezekiel story going yeah and then he told and then he told another like weird story with the guy who used to suck kids souls or something like that <laughs> you know you, you, you got the idea that he was really wanting to write dr strange instead of spider-man mm. so but this time it, it seemed then he tried to give the fans what they what they wanted here the, uh, a fairly self-contained story featuring a good old-fashioned sci-fi slash villain slash monster well, uh, by, by, by the name of Digger, uh, and <laughs> yeah. uh, it it had its it had its moments. Uh, it had some successes, and uh, uh, it was ultimately it was forget uh, it turned out to be rather forgettable. But uh, but as you read through these, you know, and you have to appreciate the efforts Trzinski made mm-hmm. uh, in in telling these stories. Um, I but basically what this plot is actually this plot started a couple of issues before where we find out that uh you know back in the 50s uh when uh, when when being a mobster was cool i suppose yes. uh, uh about 13 mobsters uh ran on the rock, got on the wrong side of a, of a of a crime boss by the name of Ferrelli and were ventilated out there in the Las Vegas desert <laughs> well as what was want to do in the 1950s. Right. Uh, Well, actually, actually this happened now, but anyway, so anyway, there they are, they're dying, they're decomposing or whatever. Uh, But, you know, deserts, uh, deserts are always good for nuclear testing. And just ask Bruce Bruce Banner. Yeah. Just ask Bruce Banner. (laughs) And in this particular test in the modern age, someone decided to, uh, to test another gamma burst. (laughs) And this, you know, no, of course, you know, no good thing can come of these things. And uh, so what it does is it takes all of these mobsters who have been dead and decomposing all of these years. And it somehow the radiation somehow creates a, a jigsaw like Hulk. More
0: there you go. Or less,
1: uh, comprised of the comprised of the memories uh, of these 13 dead mobsters. And so they go back to New York to seek revenge on the uh, the mobster that had them killed. <laughs> and this is uh, this is kind of where our um let's see fifty three. Fifty two mm-hmm. as uh we learn about the the, the story starts in fifty one. Fifty two Spider Man finally confronts confronts this digger
0: right.
1: and fights him and to a to a standstill or whatever. And then uh this he's approached by a Goomba who <laughs> wants him to uh who, not not from Super Mario Brothers. <laughs> No, no, not from Super Mario Brothers. This, this is like a good old fashioned. This is a good old fashioned uh, mobster wants him to meet his boss, and right. his boss happens to be this this uh, gang leader named Forelli who wants to hire Spider Man to protect him and his his daughter. Mm. And in one of those things, which I. You still kind of, and I guess at the end of the story, I guess when I, it'll be easier to talk about it when we get to the end of the story and kind of what worked and what didn't. But anyway, Spider-Man agrees to take like $10,000 a day, you know, to protect uh, this mobster and his daughter. Mm -hmm. And he's saying, you know, basically he rations, he rationalizes itself or it to himself. Thinking, well, I would, uh, you know, I'd tra- be trying to protect you anyway from this guy because, you know, nobody dies on my watch. You know, we kind of, <laughs> kind of heard, we kind of heard that yeah. uh, later. Dan Slott picked that up uh, quite a few years later, but you know, Spider Man's like, well, nobody dies, including a scumbag like you. So, sure, I'll take the ten thousand dollars a day and protect
0: everybody. Right.
1: <laughs> so. So we go. So Spidey decides to take the gig, and then we we, we follow Digger into the cellar. And this is this is actually a rather entertaining piece. Because Digger is now is in the sewer and he's looking through old newspapers and he's finding he's finding what all, all has happened in the last 50 years or so. Mm-hmm. You know, and the first and the first thing that uh, that uh, he has difficulty handling is that uh, Martin and Lewis broke up. <laughs> so, you know, he has yeah. a hard time handling that. You know, he goes through Vietnam. Where the hell is Vietnam? <laughs> you know, and then so eight track tapes of the format of the future. Uh, no, wait, cassettes. No, CDs. <laughs> no, DVDs? They're storing music and underwear now? No, 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 that's BVDs. <laughs> Get a hold of your <laughs> Uh, wait, 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 we built the biggest towers in the world and someone knocked them down. We elected an actor president, priest <laughs> <started laughs> surrender suspicion, and a half nude singer is called Madonna rock and roll gas mask and grade school has a whole freaking world gone nuts. It almost, I mean, it almost sounds like he's doing a, uh, a, a cover of Billy Joel's. Weed exactly. Of
0: Fire. exactly. Uh,
1: but, uh, but that's kind of, that was kind of entertaining yeah. as, as Digger, um, as Digger tries to kind of piece together what's been happening in the last few years. So Peter and Mary Jane are sitting on the couch now see, now see Mary Jane has come back, but she's not really living with Peter yet. Right. So they're, they're getting together. She's staying in this hotel, fancy hotel for this, this modeling shoot she's doing. And usually at the end of the day, either she goes back to her hotel or Peter goes back to the shithole that he lives in. <laughs> so, you know, he's trying to rationalize to her what he, what he's doing. Well, then he gets a page because Ferrelli gave
0: him a pager. Mm-hmm. you know. To, so, What's Mary Jane's line? Is that a pager in your pocket or are you happy to see me? <laughs> oh, hi-oh. <clears throat> yes. And, 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 and Brad, so what, you're reading along with me? I'm with you there. I've got Marvel Unlimited on my new iPad, reading along with you.
1: Oh, wow. That's, <clears throat> that's right. Yeah. You were shilling that a little while ago. And, yeah. Uh, Marvel and, uh,
0: Unlimited you- is awesome. <clears throat> I,
1: I I don't know, I mean, I like the smell of decomposing wood pulp, you know <laughs> so anyway, but yes yes, yes, Brad but but I haven't
0: but I haven't read these since 2003, so it's nice to get refreshed, yeah,
1: so but anyway, so what happens is Man goes to this dock and Farelli's there and basically the this shipment was uh, this smuggle all these smuggle goods were coming in and digger uh pretty well destroyed everything and whacked everybody so he's he's been after Ferlli and all of his businesses. And then, uh, for decides to send Spider-Man out to actually Las Vegas. He, okay. He's given Spidey uh piece by piece. He's not really telling Spider-Man everything right away. He's kind of filling him in piece by piece. So he flies him out to Vegas to do a little investigative work. And while on the plane, the flight attendant <laughs> tries to seduce Spider-Man.
0: <laughs> and I remember this scene. This is hysterical. Yeah. Yeah.
1: And, um, so as she, she tries to seduce Spider-Man, uh, he he, uh, basically, of course, he's trying to reconcile himself with Mary Jane and he won't have anything to do with her. Uh, but then so what he does is he uh, he web he webs up like a web curtain to, <laughs> to separate her and him yeah. so that he doesn't get tempted,
0: you know, and he says, just slide the food through the web and nobody gets hurt. <laughs> and she gives him the offer that she, he can keep the mask on if, he, if he'd like. Yeah, I, me- I is- remember laughing that in 2003. This was that cracked me up. I thought that was funny. But you didn't think it was so funny when uh,
1: when Felicia and uh, Spidey had mass sex in the uh, hotel room, though. A few years later.
0: Well, there wasn't a payoff like a web curtain. <laughs> the web <laughs> curtain right. sells it. Oh, the web curtain sells. <clears throat> yeah, the other's just seducing. Yeah. So
1: <laughs> anyway, so Spider Man does more. Anyway, so Spider Man, you know, goes out to the, the 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 desert in Vegas or whatever, and in one of those things where. It it's like okay, it only happens it only happens on TV or in comic books or whatever. There's these guys in ra- in radiation suits who are going around, uh, you know, studying what has happened here because of the the blast they they let off. Now there's a big hole, like something crawled out. Well, of course, we saw a few issues ago that it was digger. Well, Spider Man just happens to find a convenient radiation suit hanging <laughs> hanging by. Of course Puts on the radiation suit. We only got 22
0: pages to tell his story. We might as well have some convenience. Yeah. And uh,
1: puts on the suit and just kind of starts mingling in and they conveniently tell him the whole story Mm -hmm. of, of what's happened. So, and that's how Spider-Man and that's how Spider-Man finally puts the the pieces together of everything that has happened here. So, I mean, we've, we've known for a while, what this is, but Spidey hasn't because, right. you know, as the cops have been doing their, you know, they, when, when Digger's been doing his, on his rampages, they've been seeing, you know, they've been picking, lifting multiple fingerprints. And, uh, so, you know, pretty well give, you know, pretty well telling us all along who this guy is, but now Spidey finally puts it together. Right. So, and then that's the, that's the conclusion of that particular issue. This thing lasted four issues. Wow.
0: That seems like a stretch.
1: It was it was really yeah. a stretch, and uh, and in the final issue, Spider Man figures out that and th- this is this is, he, he figures out that one of the thing he because he compares Digger to the Hulk, yeah, and he figures out that he, and he goes and that, this is kind of one of the interesting things that I always liked how Straczynski uses Mary Jane here mm-hmm. because Straczynski uses Mary Jane to help communicate certain aspects of the plot to the reader. And he allows, you know, Peter to go into this narrative about – the Hulk and how Banner changes into the Hulk and how it Mm -hmm. seems that, you know, this happens when the Hulk runs out of energy and he changes the banner so that he can go recharge or whatever. So, but I mean, so, so that, so he figures out that's what Digger is doing, but because Digger is using all of his, Digger is using a lot of energy just to keep the 13 mobsters all together, that eventually, and since he doesn't have a way to recharge like Banner and the Hulk did, eventually Digger is just going to fall apart. Yeah. And so that's how he's got to <clears throat> So ultimately that's what he's got to do is he's gotta he's gotta get into a fight prolonged fight with Digger and literally get the guy to wear himself out.
0: And now blow- in two thousand three did did uh this have a recap page because Unlimited it didn't uh, <clears throat>
1: I mean is like a, like a recap
0: like a recap like a paragraph or two in the front it said previously in spider man Oh something like that. Uh,
1: let's see here I'm looking at uh, no I don't think so.
0: Okay. So that is the way that the writer told what previously happened pretty much at least before that the fold out uh, recap page and whatever the modern but day. the fold out recap pages were actually prior to the reboot, yeah, they were there in the nineties, and this yeah, yeah. two thousand three so. yeah and then and then we've had yeah,
1: and then we've had like the the first page they'll they'll do like previously yeah. and amazing right. or whatever but uh, but no these are these these are pretty well straightforward, <laughs> which is funny because the previously does show up in the Peter Parker, the spectacular oh, that's, funny. that's so, funny. but uh, ultimately ultimately what happens like is is that uh, he fights digger and gets digger to blow himself apart but he also is able to get forelli to confess that he had the 13 mobsters killed while he's wearing a wire Mm-hmm. so spider man is essentially is able to do the right thing, gets rid of digger, sends Forelli uh to prison for all of the murders he did, and then everything and then everything is right with the world until we go in for some more Ezekiel Morland totem mystic spider crap uh and so that's and I don't think we and we haven't
0: seen digger since. We have not. Yeah, since 2003, more than 10 years.
1: Yeah, But what happens, what Spider-Man does with all this money that he got from Ferrelli, though, is he decides to donate it all uh, and uh, establish a Gwen... Uh, let's see here. What does he do? He decides to establish a Gwen Stacy Memorial
0: Library there with go. all this
1: money. So he decides to put the mobster's money to good use. <laughs> oh,
0: excuse me. There's a scene in there that is... I've seen it... In uh, so many uh, Mary Jane Peter tribute YouTube videos, uh, picture collections, it's that talk that they have on the couch, and how she completes me, and, and where he talks to God. Yeah, talk, that's is, a gra- that's a great scene.
1: Yeah, this is. Um, let's see, is this? A, is is? I'm trying to think. Is this is uh, in fifty? Is this in fifty three? Because I've been going, going rapidly through all of these issues here.
0: Uh, I can bench press a car, I can climb up the side of a wall, fight 20 guys uh-huh. Swing yes, it it. Yes. across it? the chimneys or chasms 30 feet deep, feel a bullet coming my way and move fast enough to get clear, but something in her makes me gentle, makes me shy, makes me strong, makes me happy to be alive, and maybe that's it, maybe that's what it really comes down to, she makes me makes me whole, she completes me. So here's the thing, God, I know I complain a lot, and I know that you and me, we've got issues, but right now, just for tonight, thank you for her, thank you. And that is just a nice little scene. I, I mean, that's just, if you're a Mary Jane fan, especially.
1: But I thought Peter didn't believe, in based on this latest uh, miniseries or whatever, the, that Peter didn't believe in God.
0: Which miniseries series is that? Oh, that's the the ASM one point whatever. Yes, yeah. What yeah. is that? The Satanders or whatever they're calling them. Oh, or I, I, you know what? I'm three issues behind on that book. That ought to tell you something. <laughs> I can't <laughs> read it. I can't stand that book. I I have I have heard
1: I haven't read it. Oh, if, I've heard it's ungodly. Oh, that's the one where he goes to Cuba and uh, mis- yeah. which is mistakenly flying Puerto Rico's flag, right?
0: Yeah. Exactly. Yeah. Exactly.
1: <laughs> but, yeah, but but this is but yeah, the, you know, as Brad mentioned, this is a because like I said Peter and Mary Jane have been living apart yeah. but and so Peter has been telling her what's been going on kind of with this, this, like I said, this digger thing. But then, you know, he decides to leave again and she says, well, no, let's not. Don't you think it's time that we like, uh, you know, like got to know each other in the biblical sense again. <laughs> so, you know, so naturally when We're I'm, married. Tell- I mean, come on. So naturally when I'm, I'm telling the story of, of, you know, of, of superhero daring do, Br- uh, uh, Brad is focusing on the sex.
0: Well, <laughs> you know, so well, he's Well the, the, the human part of Peter Parker is just as attractive as the, the uh the the costume part. And this is is what I wish we would see in the modern comics because Byrne and Mackey destroyed the marriage. They they tried to kill her on a plane, and this is JMS putting the puzzle back together a little bit, which will mm-hmm. be dismantled at the end of his run, but mm-hmm. this is him putting the pieces back together, don't you think? Yeah. Yeah.
1: It's, uh, it, it took him, he you know, he he wanted Mary Jane out of the way for a while because he wanted to to find Peter or whatever. But then since issue number 50, uh, part two or volume two or whatever, uh, he's kind of slowly been br- – he's slowly kind of brought her back. I mean, she'd been appearing periodically, uh, so but he'd slowly been kind of bringing her back in and and uh, making her a focal point of Peter's life. Uh, it's it's overwritten. I mean, this whole thing is, is kind of overwritten. Uh, you know, it's, it's funny because when you go back – I can read one of these Straczynski issues. Mm-hmm. Um, I mean, you really—his run was fairly controversial for various reasons. Yeah, there was more uh,
0: good in it than bad,
1: I think. Uh, there there think? was a lot of potential in it, but but yeah. but one of the first things I noticed when like I started reading, uh, started reading, uh, this, uh, this particular part. Um, is just how much how much he really tried to bring out Spider Man and Peter Parker's intellect.
0: Yeah, that's and nice. How
1: he how he tried to bring out the thinking Peter Parker because Peter is always thinking mm-hmm. uh, in Straczynski's issues. Either he's he's trying to he's usually trying to do something, uh, and he's always thinking
0: on his feet. And you're always privy to that. Come, and that come was, back. Th- compare that to the modern Peter. He's reactionary. Well, not only is he reactionary, he's stupid. He's stupid. He's reactionary. He he, he can't plan two steps ahead.
1: Mm-hmm.
0: He he relies on that Parker luck, which I don't think the Parker luck. I don't know. It's just, well, you make your own. You you, you make, make your, your luck. own luck. Yes, and and his
1: intellect yeah. helps make his luck exactly. Of course, then again, the Parker luck is often too often you know used as a. Yeah. As a, as a way to just have to, to dump all kinds of things uh, on him, but, but yeah, there's, there's cause he, I, cause I talked about the digger scene mm-hmm. and, and when you, the thing is, there's a. And this is where, cause I, I've had a lot going on this week and, you know, here I am minding my own business and Brad says, Hey, you want to do spider history? And it's like, <laughs> Oh God. And I've got so much going on. I said, so, no, I put, I put him off the last time. And, <laughs> you know, so it, uh, it's, and uh, so I said, now I better do some spider histories. <laughs> and, and so when I got in here, I was thinking, Oh man, I really, uh, I really picked a bad issue to start here because it's just, Cause Stravinsky stuff is just jam packed yeah. with dialogue and you really do have to read it more than once. Mm. To kind of get to fully appreciate what he's trying to say and where he's going, and kind of the uh, the, the, the 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 nuggets that he sprinkles into his dialogue. Yeah. Uh, because I mentioned the scene where Digger is figuring is figuring out what has happened to the world in the last fifty years since he was he was there in the desert, but he matches this off with Peter explaining some scientific concepts to his students. Mm. Because another thing that Str- Straczynski liked to do was he actually tried to like to show. Up Plus the teacher Peter Parker, mm. and so he talks about you know the three you know the three key ingredients in science are observation, analysis, and replication, right. and he ties that in with how you know Digger uh, reading the papers and finding out everything that's happening, and so even though the whole Digger story really doesn't work, it's too long, yeah, it's it's too talky, uh, and and you know the whole the whole hit, Spidey accepting money. From to be the bodyguard of the mobster, yeah. even though he ultimately it feels uses, a bit off. Yeah, it feel it doesn't quite feel right. It, it, it's like Straczynski, He he knows he he doesn't quite. He knows the character enough, mm-hmm. but he doesn't really quite know him yet, and he's
0: still feeling his way uh, through this character. Well, it, when you said that he was taking, because I'd forgotten he took ten ten grand a day from the mobsters, it, it flashed me back to him taking the gold notebook from the beyonder and secret wars You remember how he, he was felt so guilty with that. Mm-hmm. That's that's the similar idea. I mean, <laughs> yeah, It, it uh, but the thing is the go,
1: the golden notebook, yeah. m- you know, made sense. I mean, you know, you mm-hmm. could understand him, you know, Swiping, you know, something like that. I mean, I mean, who wouldn't, you know, who wouldn't be tempted to do something like that and just ponder? I mean, you know, but here it's where he makes a conscious decision to accept money from a criminal. Mm -hmm. And that, like I said, you, you knew you knew going in that he was he was not going to keep the money. Yeah, you knew that he was eventually, and he, and you knew he wasn't just going to let this mobster get away with things. And everything get, does get tied up with a nice, nice little bow in the end. But it, but it still, he he it, he still seems to accept it too easily. He still seems right. to accept the job too easily. Uh, he you know he talks it over with Mary Jane, and he just still seems, even though he ultimately gives it away. Uh, he still seems a little bit too comfortable doing it and playing right. and playing this game with this mobster.
0: And it's that little out-of-character moments uh, that take you out of a story sometimes. And, and Spider-Man 2 with Doc Ock and Tobey Maguire is my favorite of all the Spider-Man films. And But there is one scene in there that, that I just don't like. It's where he's lost his powers and the guy's getting beat up in the back alley. By two thugs, and he mm-hmm. walks by them, and that mm-hmm. just is is uncharacteristic of him. <laughs> I just think he would fight for the guy getting beat up in the alley, and that's that's another uncharacteristic moment. That
1: just, or maybe or maybe come up with a distraction or something. Yeah,
0: like I mean it, he doesn't walk away. He learned that lesson, or already.
1: or even just call nine one one or something, or yeah. the cops or something. Exactly. You, you you figure he would do something instead of just kind of walk away. Yeah, uh, it, it's funny though that you mention uh, Spider Man too, because hmm. th- this is. A ta- this is a tangent, but it's all Spider Man. Is uh, Amazing Spider Man Two was on FX last night? Right. And uh, what did you watch it? Oh, I, no, not last night, but I've obviously oh, but seen you, it. <laughs> okay. Well, I mean, we've all seen it. Yeah. <laughs> I mean, I didn't, uh, but I just, it, but it happened to be on TV, yeah. and uh, I didn't, I didn't sit through all of it or whatever. But, it, but it was funny because I was sitting there watching it, and you know, and then Spencer was sitting there making all kinds of comments, and I'm thinking, boy, this. This really isn't very good at all. You know, it doesn't hold up. <laughs> I mean, I, I kind of liked it when it was in the theater, yeah. Uh, but seeing it again, it, it just like none of this works. None of this is really coherent. None of this really. The
0: only part that I still like a lot is the Gwen Stacy f- part, the death. Mm-hmm. But the whole electro thing is awful. Just awful
1: and and you know one it, and I'm, I'm thinking wow you know Andrew Garfield really does look way too old for the part mm. I mean I, I really didn't think that much about it when I watched it the first time I mean yeah he's too old blah 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 but for some reason just seeing it there on the small screen it was obvious he was too old
0: you can see and, he's a 30 year old man huh
1: yeah he just there's just no you know there, no there, way he's in college <laughs> no way he's in college but yeah just just the the electro scenes the, yeah. the doc Kafka scenes Harry seemed off I mean the yeah. you know my wife is sitting there going I don't like this Harry. He's kind of creepy. Yeah. You know, and of course Spencer says, well, Harry is kind of a creepy guy, Uh, but but he went skeevy like this guy, but (laughs) but it was, it was just, everything just seemed to be off. And I'm sitting there saying, boy, you know, I really didn't notice just how bad this was (laughs) the first time around. Maybe, maybe when it's not, you know, blaring in your ear in in stereo and you're not being mesmerized by the special effects or the colors or some other things, maybe when you, you break it, you know, when it, when you strip all that and you just kind of have to deal with the story. Yeah. And it's like, oh, this is a very good at all. But anyway, that was kind of yeah. a taint But since you brought up Spider Man, I know,
0: I know. We've got one more issue that came out in July of two thousand three, Peter Parker Spider Man Volume Two Number Fifty Six. Uh, this one, if you go by the current, by the ongoing numbering, this is number one fifty four. Uh, if you go by the Todd McFarlane number one, uh, this one's written by Zeb Wells and Sam Keith on pencils who did the Max back in the day.
1: Oh, and this is a weird one. This is a weird one. The cover
0: is, I like Sam Keith a a little bit, but not his Spider-Man cover on this issue. My goodness. Well, this, this, well, I don't. There's no spider on his back. Did you know, (laughs) Sam? Yeah. You forgot the spider on the back. It looks like, it almost looks like his spine
1: is showing. Yeah. And those eyes. I like big eyes, but that's nuts. And then and then the and then the webbing is just there's just too much and it's it's packed in there and yeah. it's a very weird weird very Spider-Man and, and I don't I don't care for Sam Keith's art at all but then art art is extremely subjective yeah. but but it's entirely know. wrong.
0: I Spider-Man. remember him doing uh, covers on Marvel Comics Presents back in the '90s with Venom and Wolverine back in the day and that that character is all right but I'm not digging his Spider-Man at this point. Oh man! Look at the first page ha! of Spider-Man just sitting in his couch. Oh my gosh! I forgot how bad this was. Yeah, yeah.
1: Whoa. Well, we've we yeah we've we've actually Whoa. we've got a uh, we've got a preface this story. Okay, a
0: bit. my okay. heavens! Yeah, yeah, yes, yeah, 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 yeah. This is a uh, yeah. <laughs> this, wow. is, this is really gross. I'm images. Oh what's up with chest hair, Peter over here. Oh my Lord. Yeah, exactly. Chest hair, and, uh,
1: hair all over his arms and, uh, oh. you know, and he's sitting, he's sitting there lounging and he's, you know, and, uh, but anyway, but, but before we get it, before we get into the, uh, before we get into, uh, uh, Peter's, uh, dad bod here, um, then <laughs> this story actually has a, it's Genesis, um, in Paul, uh, Jenkins run on, um, Peter Parker or no, 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 no. Actually it goes even before that. Um, Paul Jenkins, but this goes back to, uh, I believe, uh, during the burn Mackey run where, where, um, I think that they, they reconstitute the sinister six, Yeah, but, but venom is one of the six.
0: Yeah. Issue 12.
1: And during, during this time, venom takes a huge bite out of Sandman.
0: Oh yeah. I remember
1: okay. that. And then later what Paul then several, you know, months later in um Peter Parker, uh Paul Jenkins revisits Sandman after that, and Sandman is basically disintegrating because uh Venom took a big hunk out of him. Sandman is no longer whole and he's starting literally starting to fall apart i mean not only is his body falling apart but his mind is falling apart as well why,
0: why and so that's a, kind of why take a bite of sand does he
1: affect him that makes no sense uh, i i guess it would be like maybe removing a couple of pints of blood from us or whatever I and being, a, being unable to regenerate
0: it it was Mackie and burn <laughs> enough sense. Yeah.
1: <laughs> but, but, but anyway, so this, this, but, but the story actually is, is uh, the, the story that Jenkins told actually was kind of interesting because it had to do with kind of Sandman's perceptions of Spider-Man, you know, and, you know, he, Stan, Stan, Sandman is kind of feeling sorry for himself because he's a loser. Uh You know, he's a loser. He's a criminal. He's a marginally, he's a marginally educated thug. Yeah. And, you know, Jenkins does a pretty good job of, of, of portraying that. And he was in, and Sandman is thinking that Spider-Man was actually, well, you know, when you were in high school, you must've been like the high school quarterback or whatever. (laughs) Wrong. (laughs) But, but but at the end, basically Sandman completely goes to pieces and winds up kind of merging with the beach. Well, this was followed up in one, one of the most dreadful Spider-Man stories. In fact, it was like the worst Spider-Man story of the year for me. Mm -hmm. Uh, he, the MTV Beach Party. Oh God, I hated
0: that one so much. Peter
1: Parker, where it was drawn by this indie indie artist. Yeah. And where Spider-Man basically appears on MTV and the Sandman is has pieced himself back together. And there's two issues of, of MTV beach party and, and the Sandman and hipster teenagers mm-hmm. and just truly dreadful, dreadful art. So, <laughs> well, um, but anyway, they did this whole MTV beach party thing, mm-hmm. <laughs> which really sucked. But now about a year later, uh, uh, the, the Wells decides to revisit the salmon, but first we have to see, uh, we have to see Harry Peter, uh, you know, lounging, uh, almost like Al, but almost Al ish. The only thing that's missing, is, <laughs> the only thing that's missing is Peter doesn't have his hands stuck down his pants.
0: Hey peg. Yeah. Oh, oh man. Okay. Even the rain coming down the windows is ugly. Well, wow. It the, looks like sperm. The, yes, it <laughs>
1: This is, yes, it does. This, 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 this is really grotesque. And, 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 and Peter Parker, I mean, I, I don't know, see, he's trying to sew. Uh, but the face that, the face that, Sam Keith has he making. I mean he looks like a doughboy or something. Oh. It's just it's hard to describe just how ugly this is. Mm-hmm. And and everybody everybody is ugly. I mean, it's just everybody is ugly. Uh and Jay Leno is ugly. And,
0: <laughs> yeah, Jay Leno's on the television ugly.
1: Yeah, Jay Leno's on TV and he's got huge gaps in between his teeth and oh. all kinds of, in fact, or is that like Letterman then? Is it No, know. it's that so is, ugly you can't. That's that's it's pretty, a, Letterman and Leno, that's pretty bad. But anyway, what's happening behind the scenes is Sandman is sort of reconstituting himself. Hey, maybe
0: it was sperm because there's a little there's a Sandman baby.
1: because there's a sandman baby which oh. is kind of like for you 2001 fans it'll kind of remind you of the star child at the end of 2001 <laughs> it's but, so he's
0: uh, there's got a there's the an umbilical cord of sand uh, there's a,
1: yeah there's a little sand baby starts oh. starting out as a little fetus and then he's got an umbilical cord and he uh, uh and then va- basically uh he uh, grows into a full grown sandman who then who then, <laughs> who then tears off the umbilical cord and ties it <laughs> Ah. Just like they did to our wives back in the oh, day. Oh
0: my gosh, gross! That's <laughs> disgusting. Oh damn, JR. Yeah, this
1: this is uh, yeah, this is uh, oh, yeah. Same my... man emerges from the sand or whatever, pulls out the umbilical cord. Ties it together. Dare we go all better?
0: Doop, do, 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 now, do. now
1: this is a sensitive Sandman, mm-hmm. though. Okay, um, but uh, but it so happens though that the the sand baby, you know, so that was the sand baby growing up to the Sandman. But uh, we follow this cop on the beach, and he runs across a little sand kid. Uh-oh. I mean, you can tell it's a version of the Sandman because he's got the uh, the Sandman slash Osborne slash Cornrows, yeah, and uh, and he's wearing the green striped shirt and the black wrist. Yep. And he's built in sand castles. So there's this little so we've had sand baby, sand man, sand kid, and sand man comes along and picks up sand kid. And they, yep. you know, sand kid says hi, sand man says hi, you know, and, and they and they go try start trying to find themselves. Well, Spider Man goes to the beach and <coughs> he he, oh, he starts Lord. to fight with um with Sandman, but then he begins to realize that something's kind of funny that this Sandman is actually kind of a nice guy. And uh, he calls Spider Man old oh, buddy, you know, and, and Spider Man says, What are you doing with that kid? And, well, Sandman says, Well, you know, I think he's me. Mm. But then this scene shifts to another part of the beach where there's a monster Sandman and that, you know, where he's got jagged teeth in his <laughs> eyeball, and his eyeball. He's got big eyeballs. And one of his eyeballs is hanging by a blood vessel or, mm. and he's doing all kinds of wrecking, all kinds of mayhem and stuff. Uh, and he's just looking really ugly and oh. just gnarly looking and skins falling all off of him and everything. And he wants to
0: kill something. <sighs> but then the wow, he looks sits, like a hippo at one point. Oh my gosh! Where the cop like, cars are coming at him, looks like a lot of things. Oh my god! And gosh. the policemen look
1: awful too. I mean, the policemen. This I'm looking at this particular policeman. He looks like Egghead, yeah, oh, uh, Humpty and Dumpty, like Dumpty or something. Yeah, hum, Humpty or Dumpty or Egghead. Mm. Uh, and this is like when the, this this scene. This is happening when like Sandman's eye is like dangling all the way down oh, to so. the ground, and uh, then Sandman like you know. Just, pops it back in and uh, he just, all kind of, like I said, this is a really weird story. And then, you know, Sam Sandman, Sandkid and Spider-Man are all at a restaurant and they're all talking about existential things and uh, of that nature. And Sandman's trying to explain, you know, what he thinks has happened to him and they go back to the beach. And then at the very end hold, of the, hold on, issue, do you
0: see who's in the, in the uh, booth with Sandman and Spider-Man?
1: Uh, DC
0: yeah. Sandman, you see that?
1: No, hang on a second here.
0: They're all in a booth, and on to the right. Oh, yes, that's right. There's, there's, there's DC Sandman. Yeah. Now, see, I didn't make that connection
1: because it just looked like another hideously well, drunk person. That's funny that he got that one right. He couldn't get
0: Jalen and David Letterman right. <laughs>
1: <laughs> yeah. But yeah, they're sitting there. The the Sand Kid is sitting there slurping on some ice cream yeah. and picking his nose. And wow. hey, keep your finger out of there, Spider Man says. And Sand Kid goes, I didn't do it. Mm. So wow.
0: okay. uh, sorry. Go ahead. Well oh, God, this is awful.
1: But, uh, so but at the end they go back to the beach and they're 'cause Spider Man's trying to help Sandman put the uh you know, put everything back together and then out of the out of the sand comes Sandwoman. Oh, which basically a woman with the hair, with the, the, the hair, but the mistakable cornrows, although she's got long hair. Oh, look at those and, cornrows. <laughs> and she's, uh, you know, she's, she's definitely got sand boobies. Yeah. Uh, but, but they're conveniently hidden. Uh, and so. They're, they're sand plants. <laughs> so, so, and so that, is, that is the end. That is the end of that particular issue. Should Part
0: two? Should we finish it? With 57, should you tell what well, happened? That's, do- that's what I'm going okay, to do. Okay, go ahead. Yeah. So anyway,
1: but <laughs> this was—I mean, if, if one part wasn't enough, yeah. part two. Uh, so basically, this is Sandman's feminine side. So uh, we get Spider-Man pretty well stuck between sensitive Sandman, Sand Kid, uh, Sand Woman, who's Sandman's sensitive side. They run into Sand Monster. Uh, and then ultimately, all the Sand People merge together into the Sandman that we all know and love. Wow uh,
0: is this not the last issue of Peter Parker's Spider-man? Uh, I'm thinking
1: either this was either this was or the the great or when they they had the um, yeah I think it is. I think it is too because there was it was either this or the story where they're all betting where people the rich people are betting on superhero fights mm-hmm. and the rocket racer appears. maybe that was the prior one mm-hmm. but uh, but yeah, I, I think, think this, this is it. it. I think this, this, wraps this is up, the uh, book that Todd McFarlane launched. <laughs> it ends on this. Oh, yep. It was CS. Yes, Cause what was happening at this particular time is that Peter Parker was just playing out the string. Paul Jenkins had left the title, yeah. uh, and they were going to, at, at this point in time, I think this was when they, <sighs> it's, hard, it's a hard to keep it's hard to keep straight. Let's see what is this. Uh, this is oh yeah, okay yeah, this is 2003. Yeah. Uh because we this title was being canceled because we were going to bring back Spectacular. Yeah. and start Marvel Knights Spider-Man. Right. The uh Amazing was going back to the original numbering. they
0: mm-hmm.
1: They've been doing the shadow numbering
0: uh <clears throat> yeah. Uh, I like the shadow oh, numbering.
1: Uh, but, uh, <clears throat> they were, uh, so this was the last issue of Peter Parker. And then next year we get into <laughs> next year's even better. Next year we get sins past, oh, yeah. uh, and we get Marvel's night Spider-Man.
0: You know, we, we often talk about amazing. We often talk about <laughs> no. how hot and cold Marvel team up is this title that Todd McFarlane launched with doom, 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 and ends with Sandman. What What's your thoughts on it? It had a 13 year run. Yeah, it had a
1: thirteen-year run, but it yeah. was um, it was marginally better than Web of Spider-Man. Yeah, Because at least it was able to keep some consistent creative teams. Mm-hmm. But it just it just it it went through wild swings in quality. I mean, when, yeah. originally when McFarland started it, McFarlane didn't really want it to be completely attached to the regular continuity. Yeah. And of course, you know, back then McFarlane was God. And McFarlane could do what McFarlane wanted. And that was typically, right, bo- long, boring, <laughs> uh, overdone stories But uh, w- that were more – actually, he was more focused on uh, – for some reason, he was uh, more focused on horror stories. Yeah. Uh, because the, f- the first five um, uh, uh, parts were like the lizard and that was the famous doom, doom, doom with, uh, yeah. with, uh, uh, what's her name? Calypso beating her bongos. <laughs> and, uh, and, and she also had a pair of drums too.
0: <laughs>
1: but, uh, you know, then there was like, what a, f- then, then there was a, a two part Hobgoblin demon with ghost, story. With
0: ghost Rider. Then you had yeah, a Wolverine five parter, which,
1: which is really kind of gross. Actually. The Hobgoblin was, uh, he was possessed by the demon, uh, and he was encasing people in alien goo, you know like the like the the old alien from the uh, the movies or whatever when right. he'd incubate these people in in goo as he seated them or whatever well, for whatever reason this hobgoblin was doing that, and he was converting some kid into a demon too just weird stuff then the yeah. then the uh the five part Wolverine spider man in Canada child abuse story uh it, it' just weird stuff and and then eventually and then when McFarlane left the title, then it was fully integrated into the regular spider man universe. I think we had a the sinister six, six returned and right. uh
0: you had I'll, Larson come on and and another artist that hardly anybody talks about that I liked on this book was uh, Tom Lyle. I liked his stuff that he was doing he uh, granted he had the uh maximum carnage stuff but uh and a lot of clones, but did you like Tom Lyle? But you, she, you know I
1: honestly cannot remember yeah. uh remember his style to be honest.
0: Yeah. I had a big poster by Tom Lyle that I remember too
1: but yeah this this was when we were at two titles we only had two titles um, in the regular continuity and we were like I said we were about to go through a big change here we were about to bring Spectacular back and we were about to do Marvel Knights Spider-Man and this was when we were going to turn over Amazing to Kevin Smith I believe you know Straczynski was going to get kicked off he was going to be given a new title which eventually became Marvel Knights but Kevin Smith was going to take over Amazing
0: Wasn't he? I don't remember this story go ahead Yeah,
1: and then the evil that men do happened
0: oh yeah
1: Uh, yeah, yeah. but, uh, but yeah this was Uh, In fact, I think we even talked about it once, uh, once uh, uh, some months ago. I think when we were talking about the evil that men do, because the evil of uh, the evil that men do was supposed to be Smith's warm up Mm. before he took over. Amazing, Uh, and uh, as a fact, uh, you know, and the fact that he never completed uh, evil that men do for like what four years or something.
0: Yeah, that was nuts, and it Uh, wasn't worth the wait. I don't think anything worth that wait would have.
1: So no, honest. no. But, uh, anyway, so yeah, but we were, we were this was kind of, a, this was kind of a transition, uh, yeah. definitely a transition phase. Yeah. Uh, you know, Mary Jane had just come back. Uh, some of the titles were being kind of reconfigured and really it was leading into, uh, what 2004, which turned out to be a pretty good year. Yeah. But, uh, but 2003 Straczynski is still trying to, uh, to get his feet, uh, uh, on uh, kind of trying to figure out, I guess, where he wants to go with the character and, and understand the character, and then Peter Parker is just playing out the string with, yeah. with revolving writers and some really, really dreadful
0: that, art. That story probably gets an F, and and I'd probably give the the previous one like a B. Minus C, <laughs> I don't know. Probably, 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 yeah. probably a C. So. I mean, it looked like, and in and
1: another thing too is like Straczynski had created this this cop character, this detective Lamont, mm-hmm. and he's fairly prominent in this in this story as well. And you never re- I never really knew where he was going with this Lamont character. Was it going to be eventually like a, a relationship with Captain Stacy? I don't even remember. Uh, Or, you know, obviously it wasn't going to be like with Gene DeWolf because, you know, Lamont wasn't going to be hankering secret, you know, get wet in his pants over (laughs) Spider-Man like like DeWolf (laughs) eventually did. Uh, But uh, it was just one of those things that, you know, Straczynski also seemed to be, you know, I know that you guys have always kind of complained slot play in the long game. Mm -hmm. Well, Straczynski kind of liked to play the long game, too. And a lot of things apparently he had cooking, you know, I mean, he was on the title six years. Yeah. Uh, But. Between between his own meticulous overplotting at times, and then all the stupid events that got thrown away, the way, you know, some things just never never seemed to, to bear fruit, and uh, and the whole uh, detective relationship with this detective Vermont uh, never really
0: bore fruit. Yeah. Uh, real quick, I, I know we mainly stick to Six One Six Spider Man, but over an Ultimate uh, Ultimate Forty and Forty One came out this month, and it's when Bendis tried to introduce Geldoff. Remember that? Uh, Geldoff <laughs> well, came out this month. <laughs> did, did, did he sing? Uh, well, didn't he put together that uh, oh. Band Aid thing? Oh, uh, man, overst- I don't
1: know. Yeah, this this was. Yeah, I, I vaguely remember that. Yeah. Uh, it was because uh, up till then Ultimate was just doing knockoffs of the amazing characters, and we kept getting promise that there was going to be this original villain. Yeah, and it turned out to be Geldol, who, I don't know what the heck he was. He was. I don't a, either. Was he a he singer? Was, rock he singer? He was a teenager with superpowers, and and it just never. I don't know that we ever saw him again after the first. I don't
0: arc. think we, we have either. But, <laughs>
1: yeah. but yeah, that that was kind of memorable, and it's in, yeah. in it's
0: Bendis badness. Bendis badness. There you go. All right, Thank, all right, good one, Jr.